IBNX Radio. IBNX Radio. So Thousand Oaks, California, there was a shooting this week. Um, Twelve innocent people were killed. The gunman also took his own life at the scene of the crime. This was at Borderline, which is, it's a regular bar, but this night was like a country music theme. It was called College Country Night. So 12 people um, were ultimately killed. Other people were injured. Um, wearing a dark clothing, dark baseball cap, uh, Ian Long, who's 28 years old, set off smoke bombs, uh, which created a lot of confusion at the bar. And then he shot a security guard at the entrance and opened fire into the crowd. Ian Long was a Marine Corps veteran from Afghanistan. So that was the time that he had spent serving. Um, again, he did have kind of a, a record of mental history. They've looked into that. They've said that he may have been treated, uh, was almost treated, I guess, for PTSD or for, for anxiety. Um, but ultimately, he was never institutionalized. He was never uh, put on any sort of prescription medication, and he was allowed to carry a firearm. So about, but the interesting thing as well is that 50 uh, to 60 people, this is a quote coming from one of the survivors there named, uh, uh, excuse me, Nick Champion, who's a fitness instructor. He said about 50 to 60 people he recognized at that bar from the Vegas shooting, which was the greatest mass shooting in American history. It was last year. It was called the Route 91 Festival. He said about 50 people were at this bar. So those people have now survived two mass shootings, one of which was the worst and then this one. Um, what's Which made me nervous because it's not like some Final Destiny. I'm, it's like I love, crazy. I love them, but I would not want to be with them at any point because I feel like it's a Final Destination thing and I, I, don't, I don't... One of the guys that, because I watched the footage yesterday, and one of the guys that uh, they highlighted, because they highlighted his father. He was just, just absolutely destroyed. He was like, I just talked to my son this morning, just told him I loved him. That was the last thing I said. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently he was a survivor of the Las Vegas shootings. Um, and then to get killed in this go-around, it's just like, I... But he died protecting some females who they interviewed. One was his best friend. And he was, she was like, he pretty much held up a shield and was like, run. Mm-hmm. And they left yeah. um, and, and fled to safety. But, uh, I mean, at this point, I don't even know what we can do at this point to I mean, stop this San kind Bernardino, of stuff. I mean, San that was right outside uh, San Francisco. I think there's been five mass shootings in California in the last two and a half years. Uh, five mass shootings. It's, it's crazy. There's um, There was a proposition that came out after San Bernardino that would make it illegal to have more than 10 rounds at a time, which uh, Ian was holding, excuse me, uh, Ian Long was holding a shock, like a regular handgun, so not a automatic weapon. But he had modified it so it could hold more than 10 rounds. So there was a proposition that came out that was blocked um, with the help of the state NRA uh, to kind of prevent people from holding more than 10 rounds at any given time. Uh, it would have been in effect this year. It's hard to kind of say this always spurs gun control conversation. So it's hard to kind of say that this would have made a difference or not. I just kind of it's worrisome to think that there's more than 400 million guns in circulation right now. So there's more guns in circulation than there are American people. Um, well, the scary part is, I, and I think the, when I was watching the CNN report, he ran over a list. He was like, so let me get this straight. We can no longer feel safe in church. We can no longer feel safe in a bar. We can no longer feel safe in the movie movies. Yep. We can no longer feel safe at schools. So where can we feel safe at? Right. 
Like at this point, that's kind of where we're at. Where can we feel safe? Is the alternative that somebody should have a gun on them at some point? And the weirdest thing about the people that died in this particular bar when they did the highlights and were talking about each individual, they were all saints. Yeah. I was I was like, this is a saint bar? They're they're all, I mean, some of them were Sunday school teachers, uh, some of them volunteered with nonprofits. I was like, is this a saint bar? What look, all the angels got shot down and it was a terrible thing. I was terrible. like, but they were all good people. I was like, this is amazing to me. Look, they, they said I was it is. And and to think that people have already lived through that twice now, mm. it's like who every one of those people is seeing a mental health counselor. I know they are. I'd have been a basket case. I wouldn't have went anywhere. <laughs> it's insane. I wouldn't have either. And there's 37 people. Um, yeah. 37% uh, of Americans claim that they have a gun in their household. About So about a third of the country. But less than 10% own a majority of the guns. So that means that in the households that have guns, there's like a small fraction that actually own about half, which is like an incredible amount of firearms. There's like different types of gun control that people have proposed. Some people have said, well, you only need certain types of guns. Some people have said you only need so many guns. So imagine this 10% owning half the guns in circulation. 10% of the population owning what would be 200 million firearms. That's an incredible amount of firearms mm. for that many people to own. I almost feel like it should be like if you, based on your income, like you know how if you make a certain amount of income or you report a certain amount of income for the IRS, your taxes go under a lot of scrutiny. Yeah. The IRS doesn't really spend a lot of time with the $20,000 a year person or the $60,000 a year person, but if you're a multimillionaire, they comb through your tax return. I almost feel like it should be like that. Like if you are a part of that 10% and you own, you basically are part of what's comprised of half the guns in the country. Yeah, who gonna regulate that? There should be a you, lot of are you volunteer to have a badge and go from house to house they're and see how many guns they got? They're sh- I mean, they've been talking about doing this. This has been this has been mm-hmm. widely discussed. There's some people who don't believe we should have guns at all. Just period. You know what I mean? Let alone... Wait, is that a current argument that people should have oh, guns at all? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the left. By y'all. You know, on that note, we're going to take a break. I don't know. I don't know y'all <laughs> yeah, is. we got to get well, to We're going to take a break. <laughs> when we come back, we'll get more into this on the Leadership Building with the host, Ricardo D. Rice. RBNX Radio. 